Greetings, this is Shane Ross, and this is the Edit Bay Podcast, Episode 50, The Tablet Crowd. The Edit Bay is sponsored by Blackmagic Design. If you want to add external monitoring to your editing setup, but don't want to spend a lot of money doing it, you're in luck. The Blackmagic Design Ultra Studio Mini Monitor is just what you're looking for. For a mere $145, this device adds external monitoring capabilities to Avid Media Composer, Adobe Premiere Pro, Apple Final Cut Pro 10, and their own DaVinci Resolve. The small addition that adds a lot of functionality. Blackmagic Design, leading the creative video revolution. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day. We were swapping editorial war stories like we usually do, when he mentioned one that struck a familiar chord. A few years ago, he was working on this reality show about tow truck drivers. It showed them having to deal with small issues like running out of gas and fender benders, and to having to get cars that have fallen down into deep ravines. The show had its fair share of tense moments. But he said that the network EP was no joy to work with, saying that he gave the worst notes he had ever seen. Now, as anyone who has worked in broadcast TV knows, almost all network EPs are no joy to work with, and they give us all sorts of notes that can cause many a migraine to the production. Oh no, he said, I'm not talking about your run-of-the-mill bad notes. We're used to those. No, the notes he gave us were head-scratchingly dumb, so bad that we questioned his sanity. He went on to explain that the network EP was some young guy with practically zero TV experience, He got his job after being an assistant somewhere for a couple years, and this was his first TV show. And boy, did the notes reflect that. Then he offered to give me the worst of the worst as an example. He set the scene up for me. A semi-trailer was jackknifed, twisted around in the shape of a V. And the rear of the truck and the front of the trailer were the bottom of that V, and they were hanging over the edge of a cliff. The only thing keeping the truck from falling over was a row of pine trees, and one of the characters Uh, You see, in reality, even if the people are real people and not fictional, we still call them characters. One of the characters was called in to help get the truck off the edge of the cliff, because the first tow truck couldn't do it on its own. And these are big tow trucks, the ones designed to tow semi-trailers. So the guy goes and hooks up, makes sure the lines are good, and then, in a coordinated effort, both trucks work on pulling the truck out with their powerful winches. It's a tense moment. The music is pumping this dangerous cue. You can hear the cable straining with effort. I mean really straining. You see both guys' concerned looks as they hope the cables don't snap and come flying over and kill them. The music builds. Cable strain. Bam! Boom. Music stops. Low drone. Bleep! 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 The guys say. Bleep for TV, as they obviously are swearing up a storm. The semi-trailer broke. The semi-trailer broke not the cables. The rear wheels, that huge metal frame that they're attached to, has broken clean off, and it was still attached to the trailer, and the trailer slid even more precariously off the edge of the cliff. It was a pretty darn tense moment. So they sent the cutoff to the network, and the next day they got his notes. Now I'm paraphrasing as my buddy was paraphrasing because he didn't read the email verbatim, but he got the general idea. We need more voice over here, the note said. I need the narrator to explain what's happening here, a play-by-play if you will. The minute-by-minute ratings show that when there are areas with little to no voiceover, or no people talking, just stuff happening, that the ratings dip. So we need someone talking at all times. In this particular moment, where the tow trucks are trying to pull the semi from the edge of the cliff, we need voiceover to explain exactly what's happening in every moment. I'm not watching the screen as I'm doing work on my iPad, 
so I need to hear what's going on. And I'm pretty sure many viewers do the same on their iPads or their computers, so we need the voiceover to describe what's happening at all times. That's right, he was watching the show without really watching it. Multitasking, working, and watching. And because he couldn't tear his eyes away from his iPad to watch the tense moments, he wanted someone to tell him what was happening while he's not watching. And then he assumes many others were doing the same thing. We did both acknowledge that this was a problem, that many people do watch TV with their noses buried in their tablets and laptops. But really, we shouldn't start catering to them. We shouldn't start making TV shows into what would be, in essence, radio dramas, someone explaining what's happening at all times. We need to stick with making good TV, using it as a visual medium. Now, my wife is guilty of watching TV while on her laptop, but she's perfectly capable of keeping up with the show and knows when to look up and to pay attention to what's happening. So, what did my friend do about this note? Nothing. The producer of the show said they wouldn't be addressing that note. It was a perfectly executed tense moment, and if he wants to know what's going on, he could tear his attention away from the tablet for 20 seconds to look at that moment to happen. Yes, the producer could actually get away with pushing back against that note, and in the manner in which he did, because he not only produced many shows that got great ratings on the network, but because he was close friends of the network president. Man, it must be nice to have a boss with that much clout. All right, that's it for this week. Please join me next time for a story from The Edit Bay. Thank you.